Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata on WFAN The Fan. 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, Big Team Sal here on The Fan. I mean, this, this overtime stuff is nuts, so you either... You either set the tone, right, or based on the information that you have, if you don't take the football, you're then able to react to it. I don't know. I'm sitting there last night, and to be clear, I'm sure like many of you, Sal, and and, and everybody out there, you had to, you know, maybe re-familiarize yourself with, oh, that's right, they changed it, and oh, yeah, what exactly does this mean? If the defense scores first, it's over, but if not, blah, 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 so on, because it's obviously the first time we've seen these overtime rules with the in the in a playoff game, I, listen. If that's my team last night, if that's the Jets, I'm not giving. Now I wouldn't. It wouldn't be Jets Chiefs in the Super Bowl, but I'm not giving Mahomes a license to stick a touchdown down my throat. I'm going to take the ball. I'm going to try to carve out a touchdown, and then if I'm able, which they didn't do, they got the field goals. We know, and if we get the touchdown just based on the concept of which thing I'm going to do, defer or take it, at least I now know, all right, I put a seven spot on the board. That's the greatest on the other side for me. I got to get after it. But I'm going for the touchdown. You know, I think there's a lot, certainly, that we could unpack from this game yesterday, Super Bowl Sunday, of course. I still feel like the game, dude, it's way too late. The game should not be that late. So I'm sitting there real time with my family watching the overtime. Like, they bring up the overtime rules. And I'm like, no, it's not. They go, this is the first overtime game that's been played with the new rules. And I'm like, no, it's not. Because I'm thinking back to the Falcons-Patriots Super Bowl. Yeah. And I forgot that they, now, me, I forgot. And I know I wasn't alone. And to your point, like, people who are in sports, have watched sports our whole lives, whether you work in it, whether you just watch it as a fan, whatever, even we are confused at the, what the hell is going on. I didn't know. Not only did I forget that they changed that rule, and it was only implemented in the postseason, yep. obviously after the Bills-KC game years ago in the playoffs, but also the idea that the overtime was treated as a quarter. Like, Because I'm thinking, well, what's going to happen here at the end of this? Do they restart? Like, I don't even know what the hell is going on. Mm. I'll tell you this, though. I never gave it a second thought about Shanahan winning the toss. And taking the ball, like, yeah, I don't even understand how you debate the other side. It makes no sense. Well, the only the only explanation, and and I would not subscribe to this. I'm I react to this stuff. What I would do if I was coach, right. or what I would want my team to do. The, you know, if you defer, you obviously allow the opposing team to possibly strike first. And but set at le- the tone, it, yes, for sure, set the tone. But the pushback, and again, I'm not I'm right, not right, co-signing right. this no. just to show you the other side. The pushback is well. 
All right, now I know exactly what I need to do, which impacts play calling. If they get a three spot, then I know that I can be a little more conservative. If they get a touchdown, it's four down territory in certain spots. So right. that's really the only pushback. But, you know, I I, <laughs> I know Shanahan's going to get knocked around for, again, not winning. But I think he's a great coach. He did what I would want my coach to do, and you lost to... Uh, the player who eventually is going to be the greatest of all time, and Patrick Mahomes. There's no shame in that. It's funny because my first emotion after the game. Now, who were you rooting for in the game? I know you, we picked the Niners. Yeah, but I picked the who, Niners. Yeah. Um, I, you know, the, the, I wanted to see the Chiefs win. My daughter, right. Taylor Swift. My Same. mother-in-law is a big Chiefs fan from Kansas Same. City. That, that, he, I was, was kind of conflicted there, but I wanted the Chiefs to win. Nephew loves Mahomes. You know, whatever. Just the family's into it. My mother is caught up in the Taylor Swift nonsense. Who's not? And and honestly, like she looked good. I, I grew. She, she looked great last night. I looked up. I I grew up hating the Niners because they were so successful, and I just never liked them. So even though I thought that this was going to be the one that they finally win, I wasn't rooting for them. So I was watching it from a perspective of rooting for the Chiefs. And while and my first emotion after the game was, man, I feel horribly for Shanahan. Like that's another mm-hmm. brutal loss. He had the Chiefs on the rope the entire freaking game. The special teams gaffe, whatever cost them. But anyway, let's Oof. just focus in on the overtime. From a Chiefs perspective, right, rooting for the Chiefs, do you realize that because Shanahan took the ball, and even though they scored the field goal first in overtime, the Chiefs had to be perfect. Like, they were on the precipice of defeat with any mistake. You fumble an INT, you don't convert on fourth down. Like, any mistake is not just, oh, well, We'll get him next drive. Yeah, man. That's it. Done. Okay. Done. And they had to do that twice, basically, because on that final drive before they kicked the game-tying field goal, it was basically the same thing. Like, yes. there's, there's no room for error here. You had them to the on the brink of defeat twice. And because of who it is, Mahomes, you know, he's not, but it's not even just him. Pacheco could have fumbled the football. Somebody else could have tipped one in the air. And it, like, that's why... You'd rather have the lead. I'd rather put the pressure yep, on them. Me too. So you could sit there and say, well, no, the fourth down, you go for it, and you're more aggressive. Yeah, obviously, but there's a reason why they have to be more aggressive. They, they're behind. If they don't get it, the game is over. I want the pressure on them. Go ahead. Be perfect. Beat my defense. Drive all the way down the field. Like, a lot has to happen for the for the game to go against you. And obviously with Mahomes, it, it did go against the Niners. But I think it's the right decision every single time to take the ball in overtime. I mean, it's not the same. But think about any time you have a competition with your buddy, you're playing horse, and he gets the H on you. Put the pressure and you got to make the next shot. Or you're playing golf. And even if it's a five-footer, but if you don't make it, you lose the hole. Your buddy already sunk a five-footer. That, I mean, that's just human nature. Now... The way the way these guys unpack pressure is probably a little different than we do for a five dollar Nassau when we're shooting in the mid nineties or right. uh, playing horse when we were thirteen. I get that, but the concept's not that foreign. I'm, I'm with you. I mean, the slightest a bad call, a bad snap. I mean, somebody Travis Kelsey running around. Uh, by the way, the field's a little slippy, a, a little slippery last night. Right. A receiver running around, he goes to cut, boom, falls down, bang, interception. Anything can happen. I got to tell you though. The one thing that is, I mean, it's amazing, but it's also stripped away a little bit, a little, a little, a little bit of the intrigue for me as a football fan is, though, and it's not just Mahomes, although he's the man, the way all these teams 
go down the field in 30 seconds. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. There's just no suspense, it, man. It used to be hard. Hey, you got a timeout. Okay, you don't. You have to. You don't. You've got an all-time quarterback. You don't. It really doesn't matter. If you have to, if you're down three points, Al, and you're down, and you know you've got 75 yards to go, and you've got a halfway competent coach and a halfway competent offense, and 30 seconds, you're tying the game. Right, and that's why. And if I said this in the Buffalo Kansas City game, then I would say it again. My issue with Shanahan, and it's not even a major issue, but the the problem I have is not the decision to receive the football. It's the decision to settle for a field goal when you know who's getting the ball on the other side. I know it was, you know, a a, a foreign thought in the Bills situation. Well, I'll kick the field goal with Bass or whatever. And I'm thinking, no, dude, to beat this guy, Mahomes, you've got to do something outside the box. You can't just settle for the three and then give him the ball back. And that's what they did. In overtime, instead of going for it fourth and fourth to KC9, yep. they settle for the field goal, and you then know that you run the risk. Okay, we're going to have to keep him out of the end zone. And you could hope that you do that and settle for the field goal, but you you also know going in they're going to be more aggressive because they have to, you know, to, to at least get in field goal range. That's the decision to me that would be the issue not going for the touchdown fourth and four, where what's the worst that could happen? All right, you don't score. Well, you're going to be screwed anyway because you're giving him the ball back. Even though it's not a vintage Chiefs offense, even though, you know, they scored no points at the second half against the Ravens, you know, last night, obviously a bit of a field goal fest. Like, I know what you mean if, if you have Tyreek Hill. And yeah, I know. I just, but I, still, it's I can, home, I can still see both sides. And look, look what happened. He scored. And, so and, I, I I get it. And but, they did it against the Bills, too. It was the same thing. Yeah, I mean, he is just so clutch. I it guarantee is, you again. He's amazing. If Shanahan had that decision to make again, yeah, I guarantee you he's not set on for the field. He goal. might not. He might not. 877-337-6666. BT and Sound on the fan Monday morning after the Super Bowl. Yeah, it started a little sloppy. You had large swaths. I think it was a uh, was it a, a, a hundred minutes where the Niners didn't have a first down in, in real time. But it's funny because as, as as sloppy as the game was to start with both teams putting the ball on the turf, to me it was that was for a while the most exciting part of the game. You know, I enjoyed that part because it was so unexpected. McCaffrey? I thought the beginning of the game was a total bore. But, yes. No, I, 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 I enjoyed the beginning I, of the I game. I thought the first half was pathetic. I don't mind the turnovers like that. Yeah. Like, that's part of football. Sure, all right. But, like, just nothing doing. Punt fest and, you know, it was field position game between these two teams. Yeah. I didn't really want to see it. Now, I thought it more than made up for it with the drama of the fourth quarter and overtime. But prior to that, I I thought it was a boring football game in the beginning. And also, dude, like, enough. It's just, I know that it's never going to change. It's only going to get worse. There's zero atmosphere because they're playing in a neutral site. Mm -hmm. Like, you just don't, you don't have the feel, even the broadcast. Like, I never felt like this was the most important game. It was like a mundane atmosphere minimal excitement. This is the Super Bowl. And I think a lot of that has to do with where it's played, the time in between the championship week and the Super Bowl itself, and then the way that, to me, the game was played in the first half. All right, let's get your Super Bowl thoughts and reaction. BT and Sal here inside of our Town Fair Tire Studio. Friends of Town Fair remind you that you always get the guarantee lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Joe Peekskill. First up, what's going on, Joe? Joe? Yeah, good morning, guys. Yeah, yeah, good morning, guys. Hey, Joe. Um, I just think it's just a couple of quick things. You know, I was a little confused about the overtime myself. 
I think Shanahan did the right thing. You take the ball and you, you go with the best and try to score. Um, the thing that the other two things that just didn't make a lot of sense to me was um, I didn't understand the, the momentum of the game. The first half was like was really boring. I didn't think it was a good game. It's obviously a fourth quarter and the overtime was great. And then I know you guys are probably going to talk about it later, but I don't think you should give Kelsey a, a break. We're going to get into it. We'll get into it later. You're right. All right. All right, Joe. Thanks for the call there. Yeah, I mean, there was a, there's, listen, I mean, it's 10 minutes into the show. Right. <laughs> we, there's a all. lot to get into, and Kelsey will not uh, ride free here. We'll definitely discuss that. I, yeah, I thought the, I don't know, dude, and the, the, just the beginning of the game felt, it, it, it just, it, I didn't feel like it was a Super Bowl. I didn't feel like it was playoffs. You sat down in front of your TV watching the championship games or wild card weekend, whatever it is, divisional round. Mm-hmm. There's a feel to it. Last night it was like, again, like we've been saying, glorified exhibition. Problem is it's not for us, the the, the diehard football fan. It means the most, but it's not for us. It's only getting worse as time goes on. Yeah. They're showing videos about what's going on in Brazil and Germany and all that. Oh, like, I saw that. Yeah, like, who cares? I know. I know. And the halftime shows get a little bit longer. You know, I, I, I still enjoy the commercials, uh, you know, but it's it's a different experience. And I listen, we can fight this all we want. It's not going to change. So you just hope you get a great game and you deal with the other stuff. It was not a, it was a great finish. It was a great um, another great punctuation for an all time great. Now, all time greats, really, including Andy Reid right. as head coach. But I mean, there were chunks. 30. My eyes were bleeding. I'm like, good guys want to go to bed. I'm bored. Oh, it's well, boring, well, it's boring game. It started way too late. Like, why can't they start this game at four o'clock? I don't know. Or five o'clock. Oh. And it's a late. Come on, that's a late start. It, Eleven man. o'clock at night. You, I know. You kids, are you trying to get? Are you trying to get kids to care about it, or people in Germany to care about well, it? Like, what do you know the answer? Yeah, do uh, the kids have uh, any money? Right there, uh. you go. Nick's in Bethel, Connecticut, BT and South. Nick, what's cooking, buddy? How are you? Hey guys, thanks for taking the call. Okay, you know, Nick. Fun game to watch. Fun game to watch. I'm really surprised by you guys think that you want to that you would agree with Shanahan to take the ball there in overtime. You know, I mean, you look, you look at other sports like base, uh, baseball. You know. You always want last licks, and, and it's kind of like, you know, in poker, it's like an open hand. You, you, if, if you give him a home football first, you, you know what he's got, and you know what you got to get. I'm just surprised by that take. And real quick point on the commercials, you know, we've come a long way. The first commercial on my TV was for a uh, menopause medication. So just uh, to give you an idea of what, what the uh, people are who are watching the game compared to, like, a regular season game, just uh, throwing oh, that out there. Have a good day, guys. Yeah, yeah, you got it, buddy. Yeah. I mean, listen, again, I understand the criticism for Shanahan. It's it's appealing to try to set the tone, and it's but it's also appealing to understand what you have to do. I mean the the play calling aspect is is massive here. You can't minimize that that is a a big chunk of the strategy to to take the ball or or not. You know as you as you assess what you're going to do here. If Mahomes scores, if you defer, and Mahomes goes 75 yards and stuffs it down your throat and scores a touchdown, you know exactly what you have to do. When you take the ball first, and there's value there, when you take the ball first, the value is possibly sticking seven on the board, getting the Chiefs, even though Mahomes is amazing, mm-hmm. on his heels maybe a little bit. They weren't flowing offensively. It's not like they, they put up 40 points and they were incredible. He threw the ball 40-something times and route to thirty, you know, 330 yards and, and ran the ball well. I, I see both sides. Well, well here's the thing. It, would you rather be down seven nothing 
with any mistake ending the game, anything short of a touchdown, you lose. Mm-hmm. Or up 7 nothing. I'd rather be up 3 nothing. Well, whatever. But, with right, a chance well, to stop them. Idea, well, then or even, just even, don't even give up so. a touchdown and get it back. Well, even, which was Shanahan's main right. point. Even if more it, so. Yeah, third possession, based on the time, I, if it, 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 there's a good chance it's my ball, I'll take my chances. Right. Well, that's... Which I get. That's, that's why I'm not on the side of deferring, especially... To Mahomes and the Chiefs, I want to go in and I want to set the tone and put all the pressure on them. My biggest issue was that he settled for the field goal, where you know that most times it's going to take a, a touchdown at best to beat Mahomes. Even then, you might not. He come down the field, they get a touchdown, they go for two, or at least they get a touchdown. Then now the pressure's back on you. Like you, you, you have the opportunity to go ahead, and they did with the field goal. But if they go up seven nothing, now the Chiefs know they need a touchdown. Or it's lights out. And mm. then even if they score the touchdown, you still get the ball back again. I'm on the side with taking the football there. It makes no sense to me the other way. I, hey, I get the argument. Yep. I just I, I disagree with it. Yep, I got you. Maddie's in North Bergen. What's going on, Matt? BT and Sal, how are you? What's up, brother? How you doing? Good, up, man. Guys? What's up, Matt? Two quick, two quick points. Number one, I, I experienced, this la- experienced this last night. My cousin's got a $1,000 box, and he's hoping for the final, and the people in the kitchen are rooting for Taylor Swift. We were going to kill them. Ugh. They have no idea what's going on in the game. He needs a field goal, and they're rooting for Taylor Swift. I swear to you, you can't make this up. Man, it's, it's that, you know, listen, Maddie, you understand. You know what you're signing up for in Super Bowl Sunday. Generally, it's going to be a different crowd, and, you know, you're not going to be able to control the room the way you usually do. I want to get into something later on, BT. Remind me uh, about that yeah. and how it was maybe one of the best Super Bowls I've ever watched or most enjoyable that I've ever watched. And I'm going to tell you why later, okay. but it has something to do with that. I got you. Finish up, well, Matty. Next year, next year, it'll be in sweatpants in the dark. Nobody around. <laughs> number two. <Yeah. laughs> Al Bundy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Number, number two, when you have a betting interest in the game, you watch it a little different. Yep. Shanahan has a minute 20 at the end of the first half with two timeouts. Yes. Kansas City had timeouts. They could have used them if they needed to. Yep. So it's not really a problem with the timeouts. Brother, do you not have confidence in your quarterback? Throw the two timeouts out yeah. there. Make Kansas City make a decision. Yep. Now you give the ball back to Purdy with a minute 13. A minute. You can't go down the field and kick a field goal. Matt, now that, that is an outstanding. That's a real criticism This is right on there. the Kansas City last drive. Yep. Yeah. Right before the half, my dad and I were saying the same thing. And call timeout. Call timeout. Call the timeout. See that I didn't get, and you know I know that there was a, a you know a period where the defense stepped. And Kansas City's defense is great, and Purdy starts to misfire a little bit, but he started hot. I mean, Brock Purdy came out humming. I mean, he was throwing the ball really well, anticipating, stepping up, extending the pocket, and and putting the ball on, on the numbers for the most part. So you know, it's not like there was no evidence that Purdy at least on that stage in that moment, couldn't continue that. That was just far too conservative. I and it came issue, back to bite you. I had an issue with Reed at the end of regulation. Holding on to timeouts. Bro, like you've got now, I know he's one of the greatest head coaches of all time. The game, the game management, I mean, it drives me up a freaking wall. You've got two timeouts. One of them you have to save for the field goal, okay? You actually do now have that in your pocket, the one timeout. You get six seconds left. 
Run a play to score a touchdown. Why are you settling for a field goal if you have a timeout there? And by the way, if you want to do that and be conservative, fine, but it shows you you should have used a timeout earlier in that mm-hmm. drive. Oh, my God, I'm yelling, timeout, take a timeout. They're just letting the clock tick and tick and tick and tick. Like, yeah. Well, this is what I don't get. I know there's a lot of situations where, especially the next day, anybody can, you know, you start to hear some commentary. Oh, yeah, like, why didn't this coach do right. that? I mean, there were several times last night, like, to your point, out loud, real time. Like, right. what are you doing? Right. Call the timeout. Do this, do that. I didn't. I didn't get it, but listen, bottom line is this. Mahomes just stamps the resume again. Andy Reid continues to creep up that ladder all-time. Coaches, you know, it had some spots where there was great intrigue. There was a lot of dead points here, but um, just, you know, Super Bowl's in the books, and we got here, obviously, all day. We're going to hit that. BT and Sal, 877-337-6666. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This happened. You talked about it on The Fan. Santana into the windup. The payoff pitch on the way. Swung out and missed. Strike three. He's done it. Johan Santana has pitched a no-hitter. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the Free Odyssey app. All right, 1026, y'all the fan. Monday morning, Brandon, Tierney, Sal, Lacan, BT, and Sal, all the fan. So, you know, obviously the overtime rule is a a big sticking point, and I was okay with what Shanahan did. Not really in the business of giving an all-time great, you know, a license to just, you know, put me on my heels, although I certainly see the counter to that. Um, So Sal and I would have played that a little differently there. Uh, 877-337-6666. And a deeper discussion, but... You know, I'm, I'm sure some of you know this, or maybe even many, but here's where we're at. Gretzky, Jordan, Tiger, Brady, Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, He's there. I, I think he was already there anyway, there. But, but obviously each win cements it. It, do, it does show you, though, and yeah. now they have a chance, and I can't wait. It's going to be a fun storyline going into next year. Now they have a chance to do something that's never been done before. Yeah. Win three straight Super Bowls. Yeah, and what's funny, I was kind of looking at their finances where 
now going into this next season, they can restructure Mahomes, right? Unlike the Niners, and I read another salary article on them over the weekend where they've got nine or ten players among the top three highly rated players at their positions. And of the eight, I think six or seven were number one. Their finances are a mess, even with Purdy making peanuts. But the Chiefs can – they're going to not only be able to retain – a lot of people think they're going to have money to go out and add and I know this, when they restructure Mahomes. I know there's also a deeper conversation. And by the way, they've done it with different iterations of the team. Yes. Right? With losing certain guys. And oh, how they're going to overcome that. They, they weren't even that good this year. I know. Regular season, they were average. Maybe even, you know, um, all right, maybe slightly above average. But you're watching them play. Guys dropping balls left and right. You're like, man, Mahomes, I don't care how great he is. They don't have anybody that can catch the damn ball around him. And yet they go out there and win the Super Bowl. They do it on the road this time, which is a variation. Unbelievable what they've done. One thing that gets overlooked, again, a deeper dive when we get into this, Andy Reid. Like, it always talked about, even just you right now, like, yeah, Mahomes amongst the greatest names. Why isn't Andy Reid? And he will be now, but he should be already talked about as one of the great head coaches. We talk about Belichick. We talk about Parcells. You can talk about, mm, you know, Bill Tom Walsh, Landry. Only, yeah, whatever. Uh, Andy Chuck Noll. He did it with two different franchises, uh-huh. got to a Super Bowl with one, won multiple Super Bowls with another. Everything changed for the Kansas City Chiefs as a franchise the day they hired Andy Reid. And if you're a Jeff fan, you should feel like, you know what? That could happen to us too, except you got your owner talking about changing uniforms. Good God, it's infuriating. When you have the opportunity to get a head coach like that, you do it. He changed the entire fortunes of the Kansas City Chiefs franchise. There's no doubt. I, one more point, though, before we get back to these calls here, about how the Chiefs didn't look the part early in the year. And I'm with you. But I think it was amplified because they were playing such a different style. Like, defensively, Kansas City, we all knew they were right. amazing, right? Amazing. But because they weren't they weren't playing the way they used to, it seemed so foreign that it wasn't believable. In a lot of ways, they were more like the Niners, if you really think about it. Right. You know, minus a, a McCaffrey type, although, you know, Pacheco was obviously even putting one on the turf and he had a rough day for most of it, uh, is was a hell of a player. But the Chiefs, it's like they won such a it's, – it, 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 it's almost like we couldn't accept this new version of the Chiefs because it wasn't explosive enough. But that defense, man, you know, they, well, they just – Unbelievable. All right, but if I ask you what was the Chiefs' strength prior to this season, what would you say their strength and weaknesses were? Their strength prior was, to this season? Yeah, strength to, was offense. 100%, okay. close. And, and, and the weaknesses would be what if you had two? One on offense, one defense. The weakness, uh, running the ball. Correct. Yeah, and, and then defense. the defense a little bit. Yeah. 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 And now this year, the strength was they were able to play great defense, number yeah. one, and they were able to run the football. They did. They did. It's something they didn't have in the prior version of this Dynasty. They have evolved for sure. There's no question. Let's get back to you. John's up in Yonkers. BT and Sal on the fan. Good morning, John. How are you? I'm well. How are you guys? Okay. Uh, Post football season. What's up, John? The strength was. Hold on. Let me shut this off. Sorry. Happy post football season. Quick shout out to uh, one of your uh, co workers, Craig. Uh, hello, my name is Craig on Saturday. He's doing a great job. Yeah, he is. He is. I, I catch it once in a while. He is. He's doing good work there, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, that's great, especially uh, this time of year. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to throw out some things real quick. You guys talk about it afterwards. Uh, Kelsey, totally inexcusable, and I know you'll get to it, but thank God somebody so- showed some emotion because i, I got to tell you, the bore early on. Uh, you're going into overtime. Uh, you know, the, the, the defense could win it on you, so that could possibly be a reason to, uh, to, to give up the ball 
um, if your defense is good enough. And with the way these guys are, are kicking 50, 60 yarders, I mean, field goals are almost automatic. By the so, way, I cannot really believe, are. I could not believe that that was a record last night. The first one by Moody, 55 50, years. Uh, 57. Well, well 55, the, the yeah, and then 57, Yeah, right? and then I think that was 55 and then 58 by Bucker, if I'm not mistaken. But they were like, oh, this could be the longest kick in Super Bowl history. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. 55? Yeah. The longest kick outside of Steve Christie? What the hell's been going uh, on I know. Here? The Christie name surprised me, given the gap in when he played, when he kicked for, for Buffalo. Yeah, I mean... It's it's such a different game. I mean, the punters crush the ball. The the play, the, you know, the field goal kickers. They're good from, or at least they have a chance up up until if it's indoors and you get a decent snap, you can bang them from sixty five. You got a chance. Yeah, that's the other part about that field goal equation. Most of these games are played in, you know, outside of the New York one, whatever. They're either in great weather or indoors. Like yeah. you would think. You've had a couple of wet ones. Like Miami's been wet a few times, right. but you know, Indianapolis obviously in the rotation. L.A. now with SoFi. Fifty five yards. I mean, come on, yeah, that's nothing it's, nowadays. It's it's absolutely. These guys are just amazing. They are they are just they're crazy. And, and by the way, it does remind you like. The the other thing with the Niners, everybody wants to pick on Shanahan's decision as if that's why they lost the game, which is not. You know, how about the how about Moody missing an extra point? Yeah, like that's a huge difference. Yeah, you make the Chiefs now have to settle for a field goal as opposed to going for a tie. That's a big difference. God, that was huge. How about Jared in East Haven, Connecticut? Pardon me, Jared. What's going on, bud? Hey guys. Um, so regarding the uh, why the one of the possible reasons why the 49ers took the ball, uh, Romo made the point last night, and I thought it was a good one was it was to give his defense a breather because, you know, they were just on that field yeah, he said uh, that. for a while. Yep. And, it se- and it seemed like, you know, for, for not a real high-scoring game that the drives, I don't know, to me, I didn't really track it, but the, they, they seemed to have long drives for a game that wasn't as high-scoring. But, yeah, that was, that was one of the reasons that uh, Romo offered up uh, as why they took the ball. And I thought that might, might ring true. I'm not sure. You yeah. know, I don't know what, what he was thinking, but it, it's a solid point. That's not bad. I mean, you better make solid points. You're making $15 million a year. Give us a couple solid it, points Turn the Super Bowl. It's still, to me, while it makes sense, it still wouldn't be the determining factor. Now, if my defense was totally gassed and I knew it, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, or, or, you know, vice versa, if you feel like. Well, that's what Tony was saying, though. Yeah, He's pretty no, much saying they were gassed. Uh, I, I get it. Fine. Then, then, then it should factor in. But forget that. If that's not an element, I still want the ball first. I think most people, when they're debating this, topic here or what they would do, defer in the new overtime rules or take the football, mm-hmm. I'm still taking the football regardless of where the defense is at. But think about this, and again, this is such a loose application. It's almost pathetic, but I have a little fun with it. So we just finished up. Last week was game number five, the B-Teen South Baseball Card yeah. World Series. There's a strategy right. that you and I both deployed to. Put the pressure on each yes. other. Right. And again, it's, 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 it's minute compared to what these guys are going through on that stage with the pressure and the expectations, but... You know, going first versus going second, getting hot out of the shoot if you go first and putting the pressure on the other guy or vice versa, going one for five, and the other guy's sitting there saying, all right, he's got a tough deck here. I'm going to probably – I understand it. Here's the thing. If Brock Purdy throws a pick on the opening drive, mm-hmm. the game still goes on. If, if he throws a – well, it depends where – well, sure. The game still plays out. Well, but if, if he – thro- yeah, well, but think about where he throws it. If, I mean, if, if he throws it down, I, I, on no, the first no, series – I know that, but the game the still goes on. Chiefs take the field goal, it's yeah, over. Uh, well, right, but they have to do other things as well. I mean, yep. anything – if the Niners fumble the football midfield, the game still goes on. If the Niners miss a field goal, the game still goes on. Anything for the Chiefs – any mistake. If the Niners fall short of getting a first down, the game still goes on. If the Chiefs do any of those things, the game is over. Who do you think's the it's better over. team? They played ten times in a um, 
you know, in, in a fairly antiseptic, you know, meaning no real I think discernible the, I think flow the best, in the crowd. I think the best player clearly is on Kansas City. I think the better team is the Niners. And I, I'm only so hesitant. I'm only hesitant to say that because special teams are a big factor as well, and that cost them dealer. They were in control of the game until that idiot doesn't get out of the way of the punt, and his teammates, yeah, get out of the way. You could see him yelling it yeah. and pointing. I mean, God, to ruin a Super Bowl, like that ruined That's the tough, game for man. the Niners. That, I, you know, I mean, you almost feel badly. I understand these guys make a ton of money, but can you imagine – you know, playing whatever sport it is, but in this case, obviously football from the time, you know, nine or ten, you know, obviously now earlier with flag football, you put the pads on, you get to the big game, you grind through high school, you get recruited, you go to college, you get drafted, you don't, you sign as a free agent, however you get you to make it. the Super Bowl. Yeah, and, and, and the ball at a punt. You, you and you have LA. no idea where you are. Uh, now you just lose spatial awareness. That's a term that Romo uses a lot, but it, but it matters. You just lose that sense of awareness and... You you just morph into um, an, an empty mind, and, and you lose track of where you are. And by the way, this happens to the Niners a lot because it happened with the Niners against Eli and the Giants with yeah, Kyle, Kyle Williams, Williams twice. Some of it you could say is bad luck. Anyway, to answer the question, I do think Niners. However, if you ask me, well, if they played this game 10 times, I still think the Chiefs would win the majority of them because... Of 15. Almost maybe the more they play, the more chance Mahomes has to win a I lot mean, because they, think about that. He, it's, the he's the best. Be beat. He, he's he, amazing. You can't beat him. The Bills are going God. through the same thing. Yep, yep. He's like Michael Jordan. He's special, man. We're lucky. I know we take this stuff for granted a lot of times when, you know, even Tiger in his prime and all these all these amazing, yeah, I mentioned Gretzky and I mentioned Jordan, of course, you know, Jeter and, and we know the great ones. Come on. But I'm not putting Jeter quite there, but in terms of here. Don't take this guy for granted. It's you, just, you, you can't. You cannot. You can't. You can. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Cannot end the game with the ball in his hand. No. You have to have that clock down to zero, and you are in control of it. Otherwise, you're going to get beat. Chargers and the New York Giants have exchanged their draft picks. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Eli Manning and Philip Rivers. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. I love this song. Oh, yeah. All right. BT and Sal back on the fan Monday at the Super Bowl, which means officially the Jets and the Giants back open for business here. So, um, you know, I, I want you to get to the the uh, the things you want to drop on us with the viewing yeah. experience. Why was a little different for you? So hit us with that. Go ahead. So what I was did, different. So, uh, first of all, I loved it. It was nice to have family over. The kids are into it, you know, certain age or whatever. How my many daughter, people were there? Give us the uh, give us the setup. Uh, give us the spread. What would you have going on? Me, my wife, my mother, my sister, brother-in-law, her two kids, and our daughter. Okay. Now, my daughter's two and a half, so she's not, you know, fully into it. And she was basically in bed at, you know, 7 o'clock with her. But she's dancing around with her cousin. It was just like a fun family thing. But here's why, for me, it was more enjoyable than any Super Bowl that I can remember, I had zero invested interest. Mm-hmm. Not a box, not a fantasy lineup, not a bet. 
not a prop, nothing. And I watched the game in its purest form without any potential damage coming my way. And not only do the losses of a a bet impact you, and I know that some people are able to gamble responsibly. I have had a tough time doing that myself. Again, I'm not like out of control, major issue, but I I know that I have issues and, you know, I'm not putting 25 on these games. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm I'm, I'm putting money that, that, you know, could ruin my mood at the very least. Mm -hmm. And you see it during the game and I'm not worried. I wouldn't be watching my niece and nephew running around or my daughter running around. I'd be ticked off because somebody dropped the ball or what's this guy doing missing the extra point? So that was one aspect of it. But the other, and a caller brought this up before, which I don't want to get it to now because I, I think a lot of sports fans can relate if you gamble on games. You watch it a certain way, whether it's my brother-in-law who's got his boxes from work and he's rooting for a six and a one or a three and a four, whether it's your fantasy team or your prop bet and you're rooting for Debo Samuel to get the ball so he can rush over 15 yards or Kelsey to have more catches, or your bet, you watch the game differently when you have action on it. Not that that's a bad thing, but it's different. And I watched the game clean in its purest form with really minimal rooting interest. Mm. And it was refreshing. Oh, we got to change man here, Sal. I'm not saying I'm never going to bet again. Sal seen the line. <laughs> Hallelujah, Sal. Yeah, but you understand what I'm saying, I, right? uh, Trust me, I understand what you're saying. I've been there. The first time I remember it impacting me, I remember having like Brian Westbrook in fantasy, and all I cared about was him getting receptions. The Eagles were getting smoked in a game, yeah. but he kept, they kept dumping off to him, and he kept getting receptions. I'm like, oh, that's great. That's great. Give me points. And it was the first time I really was aware of, wow, I'm watching this game totally differently. I'm not worried about the game. I'm worried about the bet. Oh, yeah. And then you do the same thing. You know what about you. Some people do it without even realizing it. And then when you actually step back and watch it without anything whatsoever, it was fun. You know, you go from the purest sense, as Sal said, to now the only thing that matters is time. And you don't even look at names. You see the scoreboard for the time, and you see colors. And it's one, like, mess, you know, right. conglomerate of, of, of things that are annoying you. It's... The refs are on the take. There's a script. It's fixed. This guy sucks. This guy so Why is this guy right. playing? You right. know, all these things that I, I understand. I, yeah, I've, like I said, I've, I've been there as well. I've been there as well. And um, I think if you get to that point, you should probably check out for a little bit, as you have. Right. And then, you know, if you want to build yourself back up, get back in the game, have a little fun, get a little sweat going. That's a good way to do it, but but remember, BC, yeah, you can't override your overall viewing oh, enjoyment. Otherwise, that's a, that's a problem. But but remember too, we all as sports fans grew up and fell in love with these games in their purest form, without fantasy, without all the action. And I'm not saying that stuff is bad because a lot of times that enhances the viewing pleasure. Like you have some action and it makes it more fun. I get all that, the pools, the picks, whatever. However. At our purest form as sports fans, we watch the game for the love of the game, mm-hmm. for the teams that we love, for the players that we love. And along the way, I feel like I personally lost that and then got caught up in, well, why do I care about this game if I don't have any juice on it? Well, I need or fantasy. let me put something on yeah. it to, to, to manufacture it. some interest on the game, and I didn't whatever know, game it might be. That's exactly right. You know? And I didn't know how I was going to go back, <laughs> but I did. And then the first, you know, the, the last game I actually bet on was the Chiefs-Dolphins, that Saturday night game. Oh, yeah. 
So then, like, the next you day. You love the Dolphins all I week. Did. Yeah, I you did. were on them. And I've been betting against the Chiefs the whole postseason. It's a good thing I got out when I did. I had oh, taken some more. That's true. Anyway, so I remember watching the games the next day, and it was a little more difficult. But it was like, okay, I, I could do this. I think it was Cowboys, um, Packers, whatever. And then the next week, okay, I think I could do this. And, like, watching that game yesterday, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I think the further away you get from it, maybe the more enjoyable. And then I start to remember why I loved sports to begin with. And I think it's good. It's okay to do it without. You could do it with uh, with action on it as well, obviously, yeah. if you can handle it. But it's also okay to watch a game and you could enjoy it without having action that might ruin your mood if it goes the wrong way. I'm happy that you say this because the day after the Super Bowl is not a bad day to, you know, kick this around for a couple of minutes. Not that we're going to do three or four hours mm-hmm. on gambling, obviously, but I, I think it ex- expands into other other as- other aspects of life. I remember when I quit dipping and I quit on a golf course. I actually took my tin with a couple of my buddies and I needed them to, whatever symbolism I needed for them to be there. You know, these are guys I, I played ball with. I was mm-hmm. always dipping with them, my boys, and I, I, like, if it was just three guys that I met because I was going out as a single, it wouldn't have had the same impact. Anyway, I remember taking a dip, and there was about three quarters left of my tin, and I fired it in the weeds. And I said, this is the last dip I'm going to have. And it was. But I remember saying, like, man, how am I going to ever, to your point, right. how am I going to get to a point where, you know, I go to the practice range or even in the car ride there to go to a course where I don't have a dip? It's such a part of my process. I... It was daunting. I'm like, I don't know if I'm, this sounds weak, but I'm like, I don't know if I'm capable of doing this. Right. And you become capable. Right. So for the people out there that struggle with this, yep. you, you can do it. And again, I'm not trying to make this a PSA. I'm just telling you no, my. I love that you're bringing this up. I respect life, this. Yeah, it's my real life experience. Yep. And and instead of being like, oh my God, I need to do something. I got to bet this game. How can I watch a Super Bowl with no action whatsoever? I enjoyed it on the other side of it, yeah. Nice. There you go, Sal. All right, 877-337-6666. It is BT and Sal on the fan. I had no problem with Shanahan doing what he did in overtime. Sal disagrees. Eric Clifton, what's up, buddy? Hey, guys. What's going on, guys? Uh, Yeah, no, I I agree with you guys. I think also for a slightly different reason. I think also if you put 15 on the field first and you you see what he's going to put on, the best unit I personally thought was the Kansas City defense. So you're going to give Spagnola. He's going to mm. not have an advantage. He needs, he's going to have to defend either a three or a seven. I also think – And they can be more aggressive. Of, That's yep. an excellent point that people aren't looking at it as. The defense can be more aggressive on the other side. That's true. Right. And I also think that once Greenlaw came out of the game, I think Shanahan knew that his defense had changed because Kelsey got loose. And at that point, he knew that there was a higher probability that they were going to put a seven on the board anyway. But you guys are right. It's like – he was damned either way because once he got down the field, he had to put those points on the board because if he, he had if he didn't kick the field goal, there's nothing. And then you know, fifteen yeah, minutes but, the field goal range, but, they got a buddy kicker. But the argument against that, Eric, is a field goal might as well as nothing might as well be a field goal anyway when you're dealing with Mahomes. I, the Bills I went through it. Well, I, they, no, I, yeah, go I for it. It's fourth and four. Go for the touchdown. You took the ball. You're that close. You got Mahomes on the other side. You know you're not beating that dude with the field goal. You might not beat him with a touchdown. I, I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. He was damned out of the way, and I agree. He probably, at that point, he had to. You said it before. If he could go back in time to do it again, he'd be like, what the hell am I thinking? This guy's going to put a seven on the board regardless. Right. You have to think that way again when you're playing against the greatest. I got gotcha. you. And, you know, Eric, it's not just the calculation of what he brought up and what Sal and I both said to start the show, but it's also the, the calculation of Andy Reid. I mean, Andy Reid now, and we'll get into this more coming up, mm-hmm. the Kelsey stuff. That flare-up, which was which was ridiculous. I have a feeling you and, you and I both yeah. going to bury Kelsey. 
I mean, we're at a point now, though, Andy Reid is, I mean, this guy's been to five Super Bowls. He's won three. He's the fourth all-time winningest coach. And he turned around multiple franchises. I, I it's mean, insane. You could argue he's amongst the greatest of all time. I don't think like you without, have to. Yeah, I don't yeah. think you have to argue well, very hard. Well, I'm saying that people look at, well, he doesn't have maybe four Super Bowl wins yeah. or whatever. Well, or those people but, are married to the the literal, yeah. And, and and that's what we talked about last week, like uh-huh. the meaning of just one Super Bowl win. And I know that first one for Reed cemented his legacy because he was there, you know, often and didn't get it. But now you won so much that, and, and he did it with two different teams I mean, come on. He's he's an old-timer. Scotty's in East Town over New Jersey. Scott, BT, and Sal, what's happening? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good, Scott. How are you? What's up, Scott? So, hey, good morning. So, it's not about gambling, and I don't buy into this scripted thing. It's not a boxing match, a horse race, right? We know that has a possibility of being fixed, scripted, however you want to call it. But I saw something weird yesterday in overtime, and I'm going to go back and look at it tonight. Maybe you guys saw it, or you can look at it later. Two timeouts, I believe, Kansas City had on that drive, the final drive. And the pass goes to the nine-yard line. Uh, it started with 38 seconds. By the time he threw that final pass, nobody called timeout. Nobody was in a panic. Mm-hmm. Six seconds. No, he because. He gets to the line like it, was, like, it was, like it was Monday morning having coffee. He had all day. Because How did you not time out there? Because the game extends. It would have been like a second quarter. I didn't know the rules either at the time. They had to explain it afterwards, so it is very confusing. The game but, would Yeah, but even though No, no, not even though. It would have just been a second quarter. So pretend it was the end of the first quarter. You wouldn't be using your timeouts right, for the, the end time of the first quarter. Extend it. I get that, so, but yeah. But the mindset with two timeouts, 38 seconds, you're yeah, but just no, letting but, it run down. But, but if you understand it, yeah, but hold on a second. And Scott, if you understand it, then the mindset means nothing. Because you're not applying it properly. Then why do you run that last play? What are you talking about? What? Why not let it extend? Well, because you can win the game. They ran the play. They they didn't want to extend it. They wanted to get it done there. I know. So there's the the thing. There's the key word, right? So if you're going to get it done there, and that's your mindset, why not just calm things down and call one of the two timeouts? 38 to 6 seconds? To me, that was a lot of time expired off the clock. I understand the extent. Thank you for explaining that. But I just looked at it like... Okay. okay, well then, uh, yeah, I don't just look weird, that's all. all right, I, well, I, I, didn't, I didn't feel that optically, thanks for the call. Now, they were, to be honest, I mean, we said this at the top, like, yeah, it's the first time we had the new overtime rules, we had to familiarize ourselves with them. I'm like, what's going on exactly here? I legit said out loud, I wonder what's going to happen here at the end of this quarter. Does it go to a new overtime and restart? Yeah. I had no idea until they explained it. I didn't know what the hell was going on. Mm-hmm. I forgot that they even changed the rules in the postseason. I'm thinking, what are you talking about? The rules are the same that they've been. You can't just win it with a field goal. I, mean, I forgot that they changed it from the Allen-Mahomes thing. I've never seen it play out before. Imagine and it be- didn't work in the regular season, which I don't get. Yeah, I know. They did change that from regular season to this. But imagine being Josh Allen. He's got more time to go. And But imagine if he never wins a Super Bowl and he finishes with none. Six stats. Still an amazing player, Hall of Famer. But... <laughs> You, you take any solace to the fact that well, I didn't win, but they changed the over they changed the overtime rules because no, of course you don't. Yeah. It sucks. I hate that they change all these rules. It's ridiculous. It's tough to keep up with that. Yeah, a while. if it something really happens, there's a reaction. Oh well, we can't have that happen again. Let's change the rule back. Yeah, but that was inherently unfair. I'm happy that they changed Why? this. Well, because I don't like not getting a chance to answer but at you, that point. But you do because if you well go back to the 
Patriots-Falcons Super Bowl, right? The cl- Falcons collapsed. Yep. Falcons had a chance to stop the Patriots from scoring a freaking touchdown. Mm. If you don't stop them from the end zone, you don't deserve oh, to they, Okay, that's one mindset. Hold them to, I a, get field, that. Hold them to I, a field goal. Yeah. And, and by the way, if anybody should be planning, it should be me or Matt Ryan because... You know, Matt Ryan won the MVP that year. You don't think the offense would have liked to get out on the field after a gas no, defense no, 100%, got run over? But, but don't you think it behooves whatever league we're talking about to set things up where their most marquee commodities yeah. get a chance to shine rather than having it? I get it. So hey, like worst stop, case, get a stop, defense. I understand right. that. So but, if the Niners drive down the field, score a touchdown, worst case, Patrick Mahomes gets a chance to answer. He's got to. Yeah. I mean, no, right, nobody doesn't fine. want to see that. Yeah, I mean, we invest six, seven months out of this. Uh, Put the ball in Mahomes' hands. Put the ball in Montana's hands. Put the ball in Brady's hands. Let Steve Young get his shot. Let these guys get shots. Why couldn't they think of this 30 years ago? And think of how the rule was even before the second change. Remember when McNabb had no idea? Donovan? Yeah. Remember that? No, it's it's changed a lot. I'm I'm good with this iteration. Um, Less if you're a Niners fan. But again, I I exonerate Shanahan. I see the pushback. I had no problem with that. with, With what he did taking the ball. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 